Welcome to a very special episode of No Green Eggs. Now, I was promising something coming up, and finally, we're ready to announce it. So, without further ado, here it is. Hey everybody, this is Sam I Am. And this is Dips. And we are introducing a brand new podcast called... Four Reels. We're taking a look at movies. We're taking a whole new approach to... Uh, mo- you know what? We're just trying out something new. Yeah. We had so many ideas. We're like, how are we going to do this all in one podcast? But the whole thing is it all centers around movies. Yeah, we both like movies. I'm not a very bright person, but I like movies. So if I get dates wrong or things like that, you know, you're going to have to forgive me or you can leave it in the comments. We are going to be debating, forcing the other person to talk badly about a movie that they actually like. It's going to be a lot of fun. Or telling them to speak highly of a movie that they don't like. Yeah, exactly. We are already entertained just by the idea of these things. And we've already done some stuff. If you go to No Green Eggs, you can actually see a couple episodes. Dips and I are going to be taking this to a whole new level. And we're very excited to bring you along with us. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So look forward to that coming this April. And I I don't know. Do we have a sign off for that? Uh... Salute your shorts. I don't know. Salute your shorts. <laughs> <laughs> was, that, was that Nickelodeon show? Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, you'll get some of that too. All right. See you guys there. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. There you go. Very big news. And in just a moment here, you're going to hear a clip from the very first episode of For Reels. Just an exclusive, I don't know, whatever, (laughs) right here on No Green Eggs. And the reason we did this is because Michael and I had so many ideas that we really couldn't take up that much space on No Green Eggs. You know, No Green Eggs has its own uh, space in the podsphere. I think that's a word. I'm pretty sure. Look it up. Or don't. And then... Like, it just, we had so many things that we wanted to do, and I really couldn't fit it in. And, um, you know, Michael and I were going back and forth. Uh, You know, every once in a while, every time we did an episode, I'd get a phone call from Michael either right afterwards or the next day talking about other ideas that he had. And I was talking about other ideas that I had. And it just made more sense to start up a new podcast. Now, we loved the name Down in Front. However, we couldn't use it because there is another long-standing podcast called Down in Front who talks about movies and he actually has, like, uh, he tours. So he does this in front of live audiences. Just didn't make sense. We, we batted a couple different ideas around for the name and then we finally come up with came up with Four Reels. And it's 4-R-E-E-L-S. For Reels Podcast. 
and we're going to have a lot of different games and things that we're going to be playing. We're going to be looking at previews for new movies. We're going to be doing what we did with Castaway, where we came up with a sequel, uh, or Michael came up with a sequel, and we kind of added on to it, and then doing things like where we looked at The Matrix. But we're going to do even more fun things, uh, something called Last Concession, where we take a very popular movie. Actually, it's in the episode. Uh, I don't want to give away too much, but... Um, the very first episode actually has to do with another concept, which was looking at a movie poster. I've, I've talked about this before. We look at a movie poster of a movie we've never seen before and try to come up with a synopsis. We look at the tagline. We look at um, the main cast, which is usually like the top three people are usually listed on the poster. And then we, we kind of look at what the scene is on the poster and try to come up with a synopsis and then see at the very end how wrong we were. So that's going to be on the pilot episode. I'm actually going to share that with you in just a moment here. But in the meantime, uh, we're going to be starting this probably the first or second week in April. And it's going to be a bi-weekly podcast. So every other week, we're going to launch an episode. At least that's at first. Who knows? We might go into a weekly podcast. Not sure. We'll see what happens. Um, like I said, we have a ton of ideas. And it's, I don't know, we, we spent many hours on the phone talking about different things to do, laughing our heads off, crying, <laughs> doing it. We came up with a lot of things and we're, we're so excited to get through this and to, uh, you know, share it with the world. It's going to be a great time. So in the midst of this, um, right now, everything going on in the world and what it is, Michael and I, we, we had a, a set thing where we we're going to actually record in person. You know, we're going to take turns going back and forth. But because of what's going on and the gas prices being what they are, it just made more sense to do this remotely. But we actually changed some things around. So if you remember some of the other episodes where Michael was on and the sound quality wasn't great, that's because we were recording off of Zoom. Now we've, we're, we're taping on Zoom, but we're, or we're talking over Zoom. But we're both recording individually. So the files are separate and then they come together and we make them, you know, the podcast magic work. And, you know, it sounds much better than it did. There's still some some tweaking we need to do. And uh, this is just the pilot episode. So, you know, I, I think it actually went a lot better than most of my uh fairly really good episodes went <laughs> it actually went really well I, I was very very happy with it but yeah so in the meantime um this is the way it's going to be until things calm down because we live about an hour away from each other and you know in new york traffic being what it is it's just you know this made more sense so anyway here we go we're going to play the first clip um, and this is actually the game that I was just talking about, the poster game, which we haven't thought of a name yet. And if you can help us out with that, we, we're batting a couple things around, but we're not positive what we're going to do. Go to nogreeneggs.com. Go to the comment section. Let us know what you think. Um, like I said, one of our uh, contests is going to be called Last Concession, and we'll get into that in the episode. I don't think it's gonna, actually going to be in this one. Uh, it's going to be on the pilot episode of For Reals. And for reals, we'll have an, a website. Uh, I'm working on it right now. And for reals is also going to be on anchor.fm, and I'll give you links when I can, probably uh, within the next week or so, just before the podcast releases. 
All right. And I guess, you know what, you don't want to hear from me anymore. So, um, well, actually, you're going to have to because here I am with Dips in the very first episode of Four Reels. Anyway, Michael, do you want to explain uh, what we're doing? Yes. So we've been presented with a movie poster for a movie that neither one of us has seen. Uh, and in full disclosure, uh, we were, we've seen this movie poster. When did you send that to me? It was like, oh, geez, I don't know, September? Months ago. Yeah. And we've done really good at not cheating or looking at like any, you know, like uh, plots or anything. So based only on the movie poster and the tagline, we're going to be giving our assumed synopsis of the plot and we'll see which one of us is closer to it solely based on the poster we are i mean at the end of this we will read a quick thing off of wikipedia or whatever explaining the plot and see how badly we messed it up but uh so the, the movie is 10 seconds to hell from 1959 it has Jack Palance in it, Jeff Chandler, and uh, Martine Carroll. We're just going to do like the top three characters. Jack Palance. Do you know Jack Palance? He was oh, a yeah. City Slickers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Is it Palance or Palance? How's it pronounced? Uh, Palance? Palance? I don't know. He <laughs> passed away. We can't ask him. Uh, in fact, I, I think they're all, they all passed away. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, okay. So do you want to read the um, do you want to read the the little tagline that they had on the poster? You you, you read the tagline. Okay. It's um there's two different posters and I, I took the one with the tagline. In ten seconds, thousands will be blown to hell. So that that's the tagline. That's what we have. So on the I'll just do you want are you looking at the poster? Yeah, I'm looking at the poster right now. Do you so, want to explain what you're seeing on the poster? Yeah, all right. So the background is all yellow. Uh on the left side, you have the three starring roles. Jeff Chandler, Jack Palance, I'm gonna say Palance. Okay, Palance. <laughs> uh good. and Martine Carroll, uh, which in my opinion is a name that doesn't flow off the tongue, it stumbles out of your mouth. You're, you're uh, not sure <laughs> if it's gonna be Martin or Martine, but you're like, look at her, you're like, well, that's not a Martin. Right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was I I was looking her up and everything and like it first opens up Google Images I'm like ah <laughs> <All right. laughs> Um so on the right side it has a picture the poster I'm looking at has a picture on the top right of uh Jeff Chandler under that is Martin Palance and they're both looking up rather worried <laughs> yeah, as okay, if something is you know falling from the sky in the middle of those names on the left and those pictures on the right with the tagline is a picture of a bomb that looks like it just dove into the ground under that is the in red 10 seconds to hell with people running in between the letters towards you like they're running away from the letters and in the bottom left uh it looks like they forgot to add a picture of martine and they just kind of just threw her down there <laughs> looking a little sultry honestly <laughs> oh yeah That's not reading saying. the room <laughs> i was like i gotta research these people and i you know i knew jack palance i heard of uh jeff chandler so i had to look up a little bit about him Right. Uh, again, outside of knowing about the movie. Which is fine. Uh, There's no rules yeah. against that. Uh, and then, again, Googling her and everything. And it was like, she was an actress or like a go-go dancer? I don't know. Not <laughs> I've never heard of her. And yeah, pictures tell the story. Under yeah. the, the red letters uh, for 10 Seconds to Hell is like shadows as if it's backlit going down. 
um, like a flash, and then it gives the credits at the bottom for the uh, director Robert uh, Aldrich, and it does say it does say based on the novel The Phoenix. I was very tempted to cheat and look up the Phoenix, and I was like, no, that's a bad decision. <laughs> the Phoenix. That's interesting. I yeah. wonder if the Phoenix is the name of the plane or the bomb. All right. So, everybody, that is what we are looking at. That is what we are basing our entire synopsis on. Uh, each of us have we have not talked to each other about this. And, and if than- you're listening to this, you can uh, go on to the, uh, the Instagram page for No Green Eggs. Um, and there is a picture of it if you want to look at it. That's it. That's what we have. And now you're going to hear us completely butcher it. Or we might get really lucky. <laughs> I mean, get lucky. I don't think there's a lot to to take from this. I mean, it doesn't seem like there's going to like, what could it possibly be? I will tell you that the running time I did check is 93 minutes. It's not 10 seconds. Okay. So just, just so you know. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> so, sure those 10 seconds happens. are found somewhere towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. So when do you think this is? Do you think I'm thinking either World War II or the Cold War? All right. So I'm looking at a different. So I'm right now looking at a different poster. It's a little wider. Okay. Um, you had texted me a picture of the poster and I, again, I haven't looked up the movie and I hope it's accurate because it was very blurry at the bottom picture. You texted me the white line under the bottom. I zoomed in to the copyright date. Okay. Um, and it said 1959 is when right. the movie was made. So that kind of gave me a clue of like, a lot was going on between the 40s and 60s, you know, course, especially when it absolutely. came to to uh, war. Uh, what were you thinking, like when you when you were looking at the poster? I mean, if you just go by the the details of the bomb and mm-hmm. thinking, of, okay, so around there, around the 50s, a lot of westerns, right, and a lot of war movies, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of them, if I'm not mistaken, a lot of them were based on World War II. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of leaning towards. The Cold War. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards so like uh, from 1950 to 1953 was the Korean War. Okay, and yeah, I didn't think of that. You had North Korea, China, and Russia, you know, um, unified. Right, and if I'm not mistaken, that's around the time too that there was a paranoia in America of right. communist Americans. Right, right. Um, so I was leaning towards that more of an internal setting. I, okay. I, I, I tell, like when we were doing this, I threw out two ideas and then landed on one where I'm thinking it has more to do with not a, not a full scale war movie, like a, like yeah. an invasion movie, but more of something around, you know, the paranoia about uh communist in America. The, the scare of it. Okay. Yeah. I kind of think that I kind of talked myself out of the cold war <laughs> and I'm going back to war- world war two. Okay. Looking at the characters, they're quite Aryan. I have mm-hmm. a feeling, and this I actually thought this before, that these guys are bad guys. That mm-hmm. Jack Plants, Jeff Chandler, and Martine Carroll, or maybe Martine Carroll is a bad woman. Maybe she's like a Bond girl kind of, like, <laughs> but she's the evil one. Like She's the, the mastermind. And I think it's because of that picture. <laughs> like yes. Everyone else is scared. She is like, she's kind of flirtatious in her little gaze there yeah and 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 by the way again like they've got their pictures up top and this just goes to like how like 
we really didn't learn how to treat women like in the 50s like she's just sure. like stuck in the bottom of the poster like looking stuck like, in oh, the yeah. bottom with a lot of cleavage yeah for the 50s honestly yeah. I, I think that yeah she's just put there just because of that honestly yeah they probably didn't even want to put her on the poster <laughs> <laughs> but she got top billing so you know you gotta gotta put her somewhere all right so what do you think about this movie like what do you what do you think is going on what do you think happens based on the fact that you you believe it's in that that little time period during uh the the duck under your desk and you know duck and cover all right do, do you want my full synopsis on this well, no get started and then i'll I'll, okay. I'll interject and and then either agree or disagree I think that this movie is about two guys, right? Jeff and Jack, because I don't know their character names. I didn't look up. You nope, know, like, didn't look and, up. And it doesn't say like the character names on the poster. No. I think that they are two co-workers slash very close friends that work in a ICBM nuclear silo. Okay. And... I th- now Jack Palance, you know, like historically has always been casted as the bad guy, you know, like the villain, you know. He's got that face. And he's yeah. got that voice. Yeah. And when I looked at uh I did look up Jeff Chandler and he was the opposite. He was typecasted as like the good looking, you know, hero in a ton of movies. Kind of like a Dean Martin. Right, right. Yeah. I think that the both work at that silo, and I think that Jack is I don't want to say like a Russian spy, but I think he's a compromised asset hmm. that wants to use the United States nuclear weapons against the United States. Interesting. And and I think that Martine Carroll is actually married to Jack Palance. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think that. Mm. I think that based on the picture of the bomb itself, that looks like a bomb that's been dropped from a plane. Yep. Not coming out of a silo. Mm, so yep. my opinion is that kind of fits with the whole World War II thing. Before they had missile silos, that it was dropped mm. from a plane, and that Jack and Jeff, the Jays, <laughs> were, <J. laughs> are have uncovered a plot orchestrated by whoever Martine is working for, mm. which could be the Germans. Oh, she is looking at the camera like she knows something we don't know. You're probably I, like, like I said, she's <laughs> the only one that doesn't know what's going on in the room <laughs> or, or knows too much. You know, she doesn't. She is not scared. She is just like, who am I going to seduce or who am I going to watch die at this point? I think I think that she is a mastermind or she's working for the mastermind. She's she's probably used to throw Jack and Jeff off the scent. Mm-hmm. If if she's not the actual mastermind, because I don't, I don't know, I haven't seen a lot of movies back from back then. I don't know how much of a role, other than like an Audrey Hepburn, mm-hmm. of how big of a role a woman actually played in like the mastermind role. You know, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if that actually happened a lot, but I kind of want to say that she's the mastermind. They're the ones in trying to trying to uncover the plot. She is trying to kind of push them away from it i guess she's there for like a distraction like she wants to distract them i think Mm. and they're the ones that are like sweating it out like trying to get this all taken care of and she's like look at this over here you know look at this and they're like no no no." and so i I, so i i think it's world war ii they're dropping a bomb they're trying to uncover it and she's the she's the evil one all right that could be true and and you know what it's kind of like she kind of has this like spy look to her or like you know, like uh, somebody that was able to mingle in with uh, with uh, our heroes. You, you might be yeah. right on that. Maybe. When you mentioned the bomb, 
it kind of makes me upset that I thought of silos. Like I should have known this. Like <laughs> it really looks like the, the like you know the the uh, the the bomb from like Hiroshima. <laughs> like it's got it the does. pins in the back. It, it, so it, it does look like down. they know like they dropped that bomb. But I also like if you look at the bomb too. Another funny thing about this. Not funny, not funny. Uh, do you <laughs> notice the people in the back speed walking away from this bomb that's like in the ground? Like this There's bomb should have gone off by now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it should have gone off by now. Like they shouldn't be able to. Walk. Right, exactly. <laughs> which, 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 because of that, because it's actually just in the ground and the the rock crumbled around it. I kind of think that our heroes, Jack and Jeff, stopped the plot. Mm. Or stop that, uh, not the plot, stop that uh, that bomb from exploding. Who do you think, like, the enemy is? Like, because if she's, she's got to be working for somebody, like, where'd she get that bomb? Who do you think the enemy is? If it's World War II, it's Hitler. Poor German engineering. If that bomb hit the ground, it didn't go off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's not a Volkswagen, so it's, <laughs> that's... <laughs> and this was, you know, we already got Albert Einstein from them. All right, so, so our differences are the bomb itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and the the conflict, the time period, right? And the villain, and the villain. Because yeah. like my thing was like kind of like Jack Palance and and Martine Carroll. Really, that name really has no rhythm to it. Like, I know. <laughs> um, uh, we'll call we'll call her Mary. Mary, Mary. Mary I'll just call, and I want to say Carol. Like I'll just call I, Carol. <laughs> let's call Carol. It's the last name. We're not butchering anything with the last name. Did you have like a part of the story, you know, like in mind, like in this movie, like uh, an actual like, like a scene? scene? Yeah, yeah. So I can I can imagine. What's really hard is it's ten seconds to hell. So there's a lot going on to lead to ten seconds, and why ten seconds? You know, is it is it because like the plane is coming? And they know it's gonna like they only have ten. That's I was thinking like MacGruber. Remember MacGruber? Mm-hmm. MacGruber. It's only like, ten seconds lasts like five minutes. Like maybe they actually have more than ten seconds. Um, so I was I was picturing these two guys sweating it out, like doing everything they can to catch this plane. I think that I think that they are. I want to say fighter pilots. Okay. They don't look like it, but I'm going to say that they're fighter pilots looking for this. And, you know, they didn't have radar back then, really. You know, they had sonar. They didn't really have radar. So mm. I'm thinking that they're at night looking for this plane and they don't have 10 seconds. They're like, it's going to be here. You know, it's got to be because our intel says it's going to strike at this time. And so they are flying through the air. Each one is in their own aircraft trying to find this plane. Mm. And they know that it's coming. They're both sweating like crazy. And then they finally see the plane, and they shoot it down. That's what I think is happening. I, I, that's a scene I can see. Like, so they, you they have shoot it down, and the plane goes down. You know, like with goes the bomb. into the water. Oh, okay. Like, it goes it, into the like water. It, this is like it, if they get to a certain point, then that bomb drops and be going to hit this this land. Okay. So I think that they only have a few seconds to find this plane before it drops the bomb and there's dark clouds and they barely see anything. There's really no, there's no light and they're just flying back and forth and uh, they finally find it. So I can see the tension, the tension building of like, you know, because of the cameras that they had back then, it's going back and forth. You know, they can't Mm -hmm. have like split or maybe a split screen. I wonder if they did split screens. You know, like, well, didn't they do that for the uh, what's that movie with the twins? Uh, but they I, no, they had a, oh. a way to split it. Uh, what am I thinking of? Uh, uh, Parent um, Trap, 
Yeah, Parent Trap. Parent Trap. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Back then, the original, they they were able to split screen that. Okay. So maybe you have one like facing one way, one facing the other way, both like ah, you know, like gritting their teeth, <laughs> like Where I wish is everybody this could have seen Sam's face, <laughs> sweating like crazy. And Jack Palance is like you know cursing up a storm because he's just that you know, rugged guy, and the other guy's like, well, look at me, I'm good, you know, like <laughs> I look good on camera. And the Jack Palance is big head, you know. Um, so that's what I that's the scene that I see happening. Okay. What about you? All right. So first of all, you mentioned the the name 10 Seconds to Hell, and you're like, ah, oh, that seems like a really short period of time. It made me think of like that uh that clock that they would refer to in the magazines when it came to imminent nuclear war. It'd be uh 10 minutes to midnight, you know, things like that. Right, right. Um, and so like 10 seconds to hell would be like a oh my gosh, this is happening right now where we can't even, you know, like plan or prepare for it. And so I have a little stupid script here, actually. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's perfect. That's great. I love okay, it. Okay. So this play, uh, takes place in South Dakota. Uh, Jack Pallant. Yeah. So before yeah, yeah. we go on, so a lot of our fans won't know this, especially since we have no fans <laughs> the first episode. Nobody's heard this yet. But Dips, is, Dips has like a, a background in film like in acting i should say so he 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 already approached this in a different way than i did so just so you know well, you might not be Go happy ahead. with the script to be honest <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say he was good all right so jack palance and uh jeff chandler both work uh at a Minuteman silo in the 1950s okay um, okay and they've been close friends uh for about like 12 years like they probably went to the war like were they soldiers uh, no th- th- or these they, no you said these were just they were workers, they were right? workers so like what, they might have been deployed but they didn't you know do battlefield stuff it was more engineering and stuff like that so after world so almost like scientists almost like like they're military engineers i, I guess you would say okay um Okay. So again, mine doesn't take place during World War II. Mine took place in the uh, the the mid fifties, like during like the the communist scare and everything. So yeah. Jack, uh, they they've been friends for ten years, but Jack is secret, secretly an American compromised by the the underground communist party, and he's been working to deploy the USA's own ICBMs on American soil. And now I did check in this research. They did have during this time the 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 nuclear missile silo. Okay. Now okay. you're right though about the. I'm hoping that just some artist looked at the said, "Oh, you want a bomb? Like here's a bomb." Like, and I'm, <laughs> I mean, that is the most like scary looking bomb, you know. So that, yeah. that does make sense. So uh, tour. So they're they're both working on this thing, and and again, Jack is compromised. And towards the end of the shift uh, that they're working, Jack switches the floppy disks you know for the missile silo so that it will have detonation codes and predetermined timing on the missile you know and jack is married to martine carol what a name uh who knows jeff very well like they've all you know like been friends and everything um and jeff always liked martine right they're going to dinner parties and stuff like that yes exactly so there's a scene where jack is kind of trying to turn Jeff because he likes him because he, you know, he genuinely likes him and he starts making Jeff uncomfortable, you know, and distrust, distrustful in Jack. So while they're clocking out, Jack says, you know, those Ruskies might have a, a point about the evils of capitalism. And Jeff says, 
What do you mean? Well, wouldn't it be nice if we could not only support our government financially, but also be playing on the same financial playing field? Jeff stands still. And so, uh, by the way, I, I don't know what Jeff sounds like, but Jack, I, that's my best Jack Palance, you know, impression. That's all you're going to Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's a young Jack Palance. So, so they're in the middle of clocking out. So Jeff stands still and silent while lowering his punch card into the machine taking in what his friend just had. He's already been a little suspicious about him at this point, but he hasn't wanted, he didn't want to believe it because they were so such close friends. Right. He doesn't say anything, but you could see in his eyes that his best friend has been compromised. Oh, Without no. questioning Jack any further, he poses a friendly warning, you know, with a serious look. And he says, what do you think will happen to Martine? Jack looks confused until he realizes what has happened. He's, he's been made. Like he's, he, you know, he thought that he could, pull his friend to his side but he didn't realize right. how his friend was locked in to the american mission so he's been made he just punches out doesn't say anything just punches out and walks right past jeff and he rushes home so uh at jack's home jack rushes in the door martine is already standing there you know uh ready to present this t-bone steak and this lemon meringue pie that she made herself and she goes I made your favorite, and he interrupts her and says, I need you to pack an overnight bag right now. I'm sorry. I need you to pack an overnight bag right now. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But I made lemon meringue. And before she could say lemon meringue pie, Jack swiftly lifts the pie and mushes it into her face in a twisting motion. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> he knows. But how could he? Jack wraps his pie-covered hands and clasps her pie-covered face. <laughs> <laughs> What's done is done. Now only bring what you need because we can never come yeah, back. Cut yourself <laughs> off, woman. <laughs> Jack lights a cigarette, contemplating his next move. He motions to pick up the phone when he pauses to hear Martine in the shower. We need to leave now. And then you hear Martine in the back say, I'm sorry, I have to wash perfectly good lemon meringue pie out of my beehive. <laughs> Scene. <laughs> Upset. <laughs> Completely <laughs> 50s wife, like, no, it's, it's you ruined it. I had to make another one now. <laughs> Some, <laughs> something about the combination of, of words of lemon meringue ha covered hands clasping her lemon meringue covered face. <laughs> Just that, that tickled me. And again, it was the 50s, okay? So, like, if you go back, was, you'll see plenty yeah. of scenes like this. I'm just going with the times. This is not my opinion. <laughs> and it's a very, very violent violent scene with the it's a, it's, a, it's, not, it's a it's a push an angry and a twist <laughs> yeah it's it's angry like it sounds comical but no he's, he's and it's angry. his favorite and that's how mad he is and how, like and how scary oh, yeah. he is he's like i don't care how much yeah. we're not taking the pie you're taking the pie yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're having the whole thing and so yeah that's that's what I think is like, like he, it was kind of like a, like a, like a, what do they call it? A ring and run. Um, you know, like where it's just, you put the disc in, it's going to do what it's going to do. Nobody can stop it. And that's why it's 10 seconds to hell. Um, and so okay. there's nothing that Jeff can do to stop it. There's nothing anybody could do to stop it, which is why in the pictures, they're both looking up like, and Jeff's looking up like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's happening. And Jack is thinking, I didn't get far enough. <laughs> <laughs> all right I, oh and she's 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 actually in your scenario 
she just cleaned herself off. So she's yeah. like happy I that think, she got I think I, off. He's already gone. And I think so. like her involvement in it, or like or thought, because again, your your view of her in the poster might be more accurate. But I think her involvement was like, you know, she married this guy and then he got into like, you know, you know, car marks and and like all these like uh like uh communist papers and he was just he was beating his drum and she's like, okay, I guess that we're communists now. <laughs> okay, honey, have a great day at work. And so when he comes home, he's like, we, we've been made. She's not involved. She's complicit, but she's not involved. Right, right. I like that. I love that, by the way. I, I... All right, so sh- should, should we I, IMDB this movie? Okay. And that's where we're going to stop it. Okay, so we had a lot of really long conversation beforehand, kind of just talking about movies and a little bit history about us as far as uh, the world of movies goes and like our love of movies. And then we talked a little bit longer after the episode. Obviously, I cut it off right before we get into the nit and gritty about <laughs> basically you're gonna be up, you're gonna be upset because. Obviously, the whole concept is to try to come up with a synopsis and see how close we are or how far away we are from the actual plot. And I just cut it off right there. Uh, you're going to have to wait for or you can look it up yourself. But honestly, just wait. It's more fun. You know, you get to find out when we find out. It's it's pretty hilarious. Uh, I'm not going to tell you how close we were. But on the very first episode of For Reels, you're going to see... Or you're going to hear everything. You're going to hear the whole episode, which is like an hour long, and it's going to be very entertaining. Uh, we had a really good time, and we can't wait for the next one. Because the next one is going to be crazy, and we actually talk about that just a tiny little bit, but we're not telling you what it is yet. So, anyway, we're all about teasers and suspense. So, <laughs> hopefully hopefully you're okay with that, because uh, we're that's what we're going to do. <laughs> all right? So, uh I will let you know when this is coming out, but it's coming out in April, and yeah, I hope you like it. All right, everybody, so from here at No Green Eggs, see you, not see you, hopefully over at For Reals.